With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 48 hours and change for Game 1, Kings and the Warriors. Hope that everybody is doing well. Good to have you here on Listen Up. Hit me up. We'll get the show rolling. We have got a lot to talk about. Andrew Wiggins apparently looks really good for the Warriors. Of course, I doubt they would say that he doesn't look good. And he will play beginning Saturday. The question is, what role will he start? Will he come off the bench? And how many minutes will he will play? That's one of the X factors for the Golden State Warriors, whether Andrew Wiggins will have a significant impact in this series. When he's on, he's really difficult to defend. He does a lot of things for that team. And the Golden State Warriors could be getting a big piece back if he is able to play the way he is accustomed to playing. So game one on Saturday, game two on Sun or uh, Monday, then Thursday and Sunday in San Francisco. Don't forget, Ryan and I will be at Bennett's on Saturday night. I'm really encouraged by how many people have reached out to me and said they're coming to Bennett's to watch the game with us. That's Bennett's and Roseville, Eureka, and Lead Hill Boulevard, or Lead Hill Road. All right, Ryan and I are going to be doing the pregame show. We'll do an hour pregame, so that will be from 4.30 to 5.30. Then Ryan and I will do halftime and postgame. I'll have shirts there, uh, so if you have not yet been able to get a shirt, they will be available for you. I've actually got uh, some new shirts that has a beam on it as well in white. So we'll have a couple of the black shirts, a couple of the white shirts, and you'll be able to get them as well at Bennett's on Saturday night. Now, I want to announce that game two on Monday, all right, I'll be taking the show on the road downtown at Seoul Street. That's like Seoul, South Korea, S-E-O-U-L, Seoul Street, right downtown. It's a really nice venue. We're going to actually bring some more TVs down there so that no matter where you are in the venue, you will be able to watch the game. So that's game two, downtown Sacramento, Soul Street. That's a seven o'clock game. So the pregame will be at six. We're going to do an hour pregame, then halftime uh, and postgame. So I'm very excited about the first two locations. Bennett's on Saturday night, Soul Street, downtown Sacramento. And again, that's S-E-O-U-L, uh, Korean food. It's excellent. I went down there on Tuesday. It was my first time there, and I was really impressed with the venue. So that's going to be coming up for you uh, on Monday night. How are you today? All right, everything good? Who wants to be my leadoff man or woman? All you got to do is hit that hand icon, and we will put you right on. Had a nice talk with uh, Larry Kruger tomorrow. They'll be on my podcast tomorrow as uh, we talk Kings and the Warriors and see how this series goes. 
again, it's, I think if the Kings, I, I don't think they're going to win both games at home. I just don't. Um, a split, I would take a split right now before the series began if I'm Sacramento. All right? I, I, I would. I would take I would take a split. Uh, I don't think it matters whether you win game one or game two, but make sure you get a win uh, before you go back to San Francisco because if you don't, uh, it's going to be a very short series. All right? It's going to be a short series. And I'll tell you something else I was thinking about. There would be nothing worse, in my opinion. Well, I shouldn't say nothing worse. I got to put the whole season in perspective. But it would be a bad look if the Warriors are up 3-1 going into Sacramento for game five. Because I think a lot of Kings fans would sell their tickets. And that place will be full of Warriors fans for a potential clincher. So you do not want that. All right? You do not want that. So make sure that you're at least 2-2 when you come back for uh, game five. All right. So we got that. We're going to talk about uh, this matchup again. Your thoughts. And so happy uh, to have you here on Listen App. Again, a lot of, lot of stuff coming your way on YouTube for the NBA playoffs first round and the Kings and the Warriors. It's going to be an incredible scene Saturday at 530. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be a big-time scene. I don't know what to expect from the Kings. I don't know if they'll be up for the challenge. I don't know if they'll be a little rattled. Again, they haven't played great at home, and they really need to – you know, change that around uh, beginning Saturday night. So game one, again, coming up for you on Saturday. And I hope you can come out if you're not going to the game, you want to come out and have some fun with Ryan and I. We'll be out at Bennett's on Saturday. All right, who wants to get the show rolling? Who wants to be my leadoff man? We'll do it and we'll put you right on. Beautiful day in Sacramento in Northern California. A little bit chilly, but uh, no clouds in the sky. Beautiful weather. Uh, the forecast looks really good for uh, the next uh, several days. And that's nice, especially with uh, the weather that you've had out here. All right, we're going to have Connor lead us off. Connor, thanks for getting the show rolling. How are you, buddy? Connor, what's up? I can't hear Connor. All right, Connor, I want to put you back in the audience and we'll do it again. Hit your hand icon and I'll put you right up, okay? We'll get you right on. But uh, again, I'm looking forward to, you know, being out on location and meeting all the fans, it's going to be great. Connor, can you hear me? Hey, Grant. How's it going? Okay, buddy. What's up? Yeah, so it's pretty crazy to think that just about 48 hours from now, we're going to have a playoff game in this city. It is unbelievable. And how, how old are you again? 19? 20 now. So I was three so you, the last so you time. They were yeah, the so this this is a whole new experience for you. Yeah, I don't have any playoff memories of this team and stuff, so I'm super no. excited. Good for you, man. You know, I'm really happy for the people like you and the, the younger generation that has not experienced this because I can't even begin to tell you how great the previous playoff uh, games were at Arco Arena. It's unbelievable. So I'm happy. I'm happy for people like yourself. Yeah, the last couple of days I've kind of been just watching like some old memories and stuff, just like the journey the team's been on during yep. my lifetime and stuff. And I know you said that that Down in the Valley documentary and stuff, it can never be aired and stuff. But yep. I did find the documentary that you were in called Small Market, Big Heart. And I watched that yep. yesterday. Is there anything yep. you can tell us about that and stuff? Uh, I don't uh... – I've been watching so much stuff over the years. I mean, the Playing to Win documentary was great. That was when Carmichael, Dave, and Sean went cross-country, and it chronicled a lot of what was going on behind the scenes and 
everything else. Um, but the but the documentary you're referring to is not fresh in my mind, other than it was great. And I don't really, it would be difficult for me to recollect and comment on it without it being fresh in my mind. Yeah, it was, it had you, Jerry, Dave, Gary Gerald, and it was just kind of talking about them and Kevin Johnson preventing the move to Anaheim and everything. It was really cool. Yep. Well, again, without Kevin Johnson, the Kings would not be in Sacramento. And without David Stern, the Kings would not be in Sacramento. So those two are largely responsible for the Kings being here in Sacramento. And it really doesn't matter what you think about Kevin Johnson or what you think about David Stern. Without those two, the Kings would not be in Sacramento. If Daryl Steinberg were the mayor, the Kings would no have no chance of being in Sacramento. And I and I that and I don't mean to sound callous or critical of Daryl Steinberg, the current mayor of Sacramento, but the reality is had he been the mayor, the Kings would not be in Sacramento. Yeah, it's interesting. And then I think I saw today that Mike Brown won like a coaches association coach of the year award. I don't really know what that is, but obviously it's a good accomplishment for him. Yeah, it is a good accomplishment. I'm happy for him and he deserves it. He's done a hell of a job. Yeah, it's great. And then you mentioned Andrew Wiggins and stuff and the impact yeah. he might have on this series. I think I saw he's going to come off the bench and get about 20 to 25 minutes is the game plan. So it'll be interesting to see if he's not hitting right away what the Warriors do with him. Well, I'll tell you this. If he does play well coming off the bench, then I think the Warriors are going to be very difficult to beat. Yeah, 100%. You got guys like their bench with Jordan Poole and former King DiVincenzo and stuff. Yep. It's going to put a lot of pressure on Malik Monk to kind of make a big impact off the bench with so many guys on the Warriors that can make an impact. Yep. No question. I think Peyton is going to, you know, GP2 is going to have, I think, a big impact in this series or, you know, either in a positive or negative way. He's going to be playing a lot. I mean, again, the Warriors bench is better than the Kings. I think when you look at their personnel, that doesn't mean they're going to play better than the Kings bench. But if you look at it on paper, you would take the Warriors bench over the Kings bench. Yeah. And then I had a question about kind of the scheduling stuff, like overall, obviously tonight's a big night for the Oilers and they have a chance to win the conference possibly. Uh -huh. But do you know if like the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs go head to head at like the same days and times? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Because the NHL, they don't care about any other sports. They go every other day with their playoffs and they don't, they don't change their schedule for the NBA. It, it, it has no bearing. The NHL playoffs are every other night, the series. So if you're going to watch Edmonton, they're playing every other night in the playoffs. And, you know, as you're watching Edmonton, I'm going to be watching Vegas and Seattle up in Seattle. I just texted my uh, good friend, George McPhee, who's the uh, president of the Knights. He put that entire team together and I'm no, don't take, you know, he's my best friend, Connor. So, you know, I'm rooting for Vegas. I'm not rooting for Edmonton. Okay. Let's make sure you and I have an understanding. Okay. Yeah, I understand, but it's great that I can, <laughs> I'll be able to watch the game since it's on the local channel because they play the Sharks. So yeah, that'll be cool. Yep. yep. Good for you. And they should kill the Sharks. You know what I mean? They should, they should destroy the Sharks. Yeah, they better. They just killed them about a week ago, like six to yeah, one, I think it was. It should be no contest for the Oilers and the Sharks. Should be no contest. Yeah, I know Kings fans and everything never liked the Seattle because the team wanted to move to the city to Seattle and stuff, but tonight I'm a Seattle fan. Yeah, of course you are. There's no question. I think that's going to be a close game. You know, I, I, Seattle's had a really good year and they played well against the Knights this year. And I think that could be a, a really uh, close game. So I don't think Oilers and Sharks will be a close game, but I definitely think the, the Knights 
uh, and the Kraken will be a, a very tight game. No question about that. Yeah, speaking of the Kraken, it's pretty incredible that they, they're making the playoffs in their second year as a franchise. That's pretty cool, kind of like what the Knights did in the beginning of their franchise. Yeah, their first year they went to the Stanley Cup Finals and they lost to Washington. Uh, but that's pretty amazing. you know. And again, my buddy put that whole team together, and I'm very proud. And obviously I'm going to brag about him because you know what he did is remarkable to take an expansion team. He drafted, he put that team together. And for them to go to the Stanley Cup Finals is, I think – you know, that, that is, <laughs> that's just, you know, mind boggling, isn't it? But you're right about Seattle. They, they really have had uh, an incredible second season. No question about that. Yeah, totally. I look forward to the hockey and then the game Saturday, go Kings, go Oilers. Now, again, understand all Vegas needs to do is tie. They don't even have to win the tie. If they tie, they are, they got 110 points and Edmonton, if they win, would have 109. So, you know, Vegas, all they're playing for is a tie. They don't even need to win the game. Even if they lose in overtime, it doesn't matter. They get a point. Yeah, that's the tough part about it. Yep. Yep, absolutely. But, you know, Seattle has 100 points, which is pretty remarkable to have 100 points in your second season. That's big time. No question about that. Yeah, that's awesome. It seems to be the trend with these new expansion teams. I don't know what the formula is, but they seem to succeed pretty quick. Yep, absolutely. And – I can't wait for the Stanley Cup playoffs. I watch the Stanley Cup playoffs every night. I don't even watch the NBA. I watch I watch the hockey all the time. I, I can't get enough Stanley Cup hockey. I think it's the greatest thing every year. Yeah, obviously, I'm a huge Kings fan of everything. But there's just something about playoff hockey I've been getting into the last couple of years. It's just so exciting. You're always on the edge of your seat because it seems like there's so many goals and back and forth. It's really fun to watch. It's unbelievable. It's great. It's uh, It's incredible. I can't wait. Uh, to watch it. So I have always watched the Stanley Cup playoffs more than the NBA playoffs. And this year will be no different. I can't wait to watch the Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah, it should be a fun couple of weeks. Yep. That's all I got today. Let me, all right. Well, let me ask you a question. All right. So we've, we've gone back and forth with a lot of people about game one and game two. So I will ask you as a Kings fan, if I told you right now, you could take a split and go to San Francisco on Thursday tied 1-1, would you take that? Oh, 100%, I would take it. Obviously, okay. I'd rather have the win be in game one just because of the atmosphere and everything, and they don't get a big letdown at home again. But, yeah, I'd take a split. If you can just play split at home and on the road, and like you yep. said, it's 2-2 going into game five, then it's just the best of three, and you have two or three at your, on your home floor. I agree with you. That's the key. I totally think you hit it right on the head. If you can come home 2-2, two and two, you're going to have a lot of confidence if you're Sacramento. And that game five would be unfreaking believable in Sacramento. That would be incredible. Yeah, it sure would. It'd be a great atmosphere. And hopefully the Kings can step up and deliver on the big stage. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Good hearing from you. Thanks for having me. Bye. All right. Let's move along. Let's get to uh, Ryan in Sacktown. Hey, Ryan, how are you today? Doing great. Yourself, Parent? I'm well, thank you. Hey, um, good conversation with Larry Kruger. Really enjoyed that. Um, did you Thank find you. it surprising that he uh, focused in on Davion Mitchell as somebody that could have an impact on the series? Yeah, a little bit. Um, but I think he's right. I mean, I think Mike Brown, you know, when Davion goes on, goes in, you know, if he's playing well, he's going to earn more minutes. And I think his defense could be critical in this series. So, yeah, I, I, Larry's always liked Davion Mitchell. Every time I talk to him, he speaks very highly about him. 
Yeah, and it, it is a good take, actually, because with Curry and obviously Thompson, you know, that's that's some impact Davion could have if he gets the minutes. But um, what were your big takeaways from that conversation? Anything else really jump out from you? Or yeah, me? yeah. I was surprised that he really thinks the Warriors could win the first three games and then, win, you know, lose the game four and win this thing in five. I also think the Warriors could win this series in five, but I don't think it's going to go 3-0. So I was a little surprised by by that, that he really thinks that that could be a scenario that's more likely than not, in his opinion. That that surprised me a little bit. Yeah, and it also surprised me, too, um, Grant, that he didn't think the Warriors were old, per se. Now, they're not old, old, but they're, they're older than a lot of the other teams. And maybe that's just because the younger guys have been together longer because they were draft picks, most of them, but... That was surprising. He thinks there's a lot left in the tank for this team. I do too. I do think there's a lot left in the tank. I old is it depends how you define old. Um, when you have this many days off between games, I, I think it's pretty much a non-factor. The age of the Warriors. I think their experience is so incredible. It's not like they're old men. So I, I don't think that's going to be that big of an issue in this series. I mean, the Warriors are going to be able to score with Sacramento. I just, if Andrew Wiggins makes a positive impact in this series, I think it's going to be very, very difficult for the Kings to win this series. I think it's going to be, a matter of fact, I, I would give him, if, if you told me Andrew Wiggins was going to be good, doesn't have to be great, but be good in this series, I would mm-hmm. put the Kings, I, personally, I would put the Kings' chances of winning this series at only 25%. So define good in your book for Andrew Wiggins. A positive contribution, a, a, a positive plus minus every time he's on the floor. Um, you know, a guy that you have to guard because he's been able to score. He's not rusty. Uh, you know, his rebounding, I think just, again, good. He doesn't have to be great. Good is, you know, again, have, have a positive plus minus every time he's on the floor. Okay, fair enough. And I, I don't disagree with that. But so you, you have the uh, Warriors in six. Under what scenario would you have the Kings winning this series in how many games? Um, in what scenario would I have the Kings winning this series is a fabulous question. I don't see any scenario where the Kings are going to win this series unless the Warriors have a significant injury. I just think the Warriors are a better team all the way around. I think that their experience is going to be crucial. I think Steph Curry is the man in the NBA playoffs, and he is still a really, really good player. Klay Thompson had a really good year. You know, we know that he is a a tremendous three-point shooter. I think Draymond Green is going to have an incredible impact in this series. I don't really see the Kings winning this series. I mean, I've tried to think about how could the Kings win this series. I don't think the Kings are as good as the record indicates. I just don't. I don't think they're as good as a 48-win team would indicate. I think they're good, and I don't want to slight them, and I don't want to sound like Gio Grant. You know, they're they're yeah. good, but I I don't think they're anything above good. I think the Kings on a scale of one to ten, or an eight, on a scale of one to ten. I did a podcast on this the other day. I went through every game of the season, and it was really amazing to me. And I don't know how you feel about this. I thought the Kings' best performance this year was the loss last month at home to Milwaukee. I thought I that was the, I thought that was the best game they played. Now, if you told me, Ryan that the Kings would play like that for four of the seven games, then I would think they would, they could win this series because I thought their, their performance in that game was tremendous. I think they played an A plus game, but can they do that for four games? And I think they're going to have to play that well to beat golden state. I went through the whole schedule and it was amazing to me 
how what I call very, very few signature wins. And yet they had a lot of bad losses. And mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not sliding them because to win as many games as they did on the road is very impressive. But they got every single break in the world this year. And they also were the healthiest team in the league. And now the Warriors are healthy. And if the Warriors weren't healthy, I'd probably give the Kings a legitimate chance of winning this series. But the Warriors are healthy. And I just don't see the Kings matching up with them. I don't see the Kings being able to beat the Warriors four times. Well, I, I, I'm going to throw a scenario at you really quick. I, I Alex Lynn, been, he's been getting more minutes. I know he doesn't yep. look like really a prototypical guy that would fit well in this series matchup-wise, but the Warriors do not like physicality. They are not a physical team, and I think if the Kings can really get physical with them, that can slow them down. And I know Lynn, you know, with the running that the Warriors do – could hurt the Kings offensively and defensively, I think that he still could be a huge benefit. He comes in and plays, you know, gives them five to seven points, gives them six to seven rebounds in a 10 to 12 minute stint and wear down Looney, wear down Green. Um, I, I think there's some room there for the Kings to play physical and slow the pace down. We'll see. They're going to have to slow it down if they're going to win this series. So, you know, we'll see how many minutes Alex Lynn plays. I think a lot depends on how the game's officiated. You know, are they going to yeah. let these guys play or are they going to be tight? I mean, you know, you have a different crew every game. And I think the officiating, well, I don't think, I know, you and I have talked about this. It's been unbelievably inconsistent this year. So why would I think that all of a sudden it's going to be consistent in the playoffs? Yeah, I don't think there's magic wand out there for that. So No, no, no. <laughs> all right. And, you know, the, yeah. and there, is no, there, there is no, you know, what happens in one game has no bearing on what happens in the next game. These games are, are all separate. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not what happens on Saturday is going to have no bearing on what happens on Monday. You could have a game on Monday. That's completely different than the game on Saturday. I've done a lot of, you know, for 32 years, I've seen a lot of stuff in the NBA. And the one thing that has always stuck out in my mind about the playoffs. And even though I don't have a lot of playoff experience doing the Kings, but I always do remember how different the games were, you know, the games to me just took on a, 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 an own, like each game had a completely separate meaning where what you thought might happen based on the previous game never came into play. So I'm expecting that too. I don't think these games are, you know, I think whatever happens on Saturday is going to really have no bearing on what happens on Monday. Well, I hope that's the case, um, you know, in in favor of the Kings, but I do think the sky's going to come falling down if they lose game one. And I do think they're going to lose game one. Um, just, I, I don't think it'll be a big deal to the guys in the locker room, but the morale in the city, how the crowd reacts to game two. And I know you say the crowd doesn't factor much into things, but you know, I think you're going to see a very deflated Sacramento if they don't get that first one. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. When I mean the, when I mean the crowd, the, the warriors are not going to be affected by the crowd in any way, shape or form. Okay. I mean, they're just not. You know, that's one thing about this series. I'm laughing because I just think it's so obvious. When you look at the Warriors and the players on their team, they, they, you know, I thought Larry made a great point. You know, the Warriors have won at least one road game in every single series that Steve Kerr has been the coach of the Warriors in the playoffs. Now, yeah. think about that for a minute. They've had home court for a lot of the years, but in every series they've played, they've won at least road one road game. Why would I think they're not going to win at least one road game in this series? You wouldn't. You, you absolutely right. would. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. But uh, looking forward to Saturday and uh, go Kings. Yeah, real quickly, could you ask me, you know, is there one thing that really stood out now that I think about it? That's the one thing that stood out to me that I because I didn't know that that since Steve Kerr has been the coach of the Warriors, they've won at least one road game 
and every series they've played. That's that's saying something right there. So again, yeah, I, the, it is. Yeah, yeah. You, you yep. know what stood out to me is when he broke the records down and he said, you know, the Kings won these four games against these bad teams. The Warriors lost these four games, and those are the four games that separate well, them. No, he didn't say that. He said uh, John Dickinson, who I work with, who's a nitwit. Uh, I, you know, John is a baseball expert. Uh, I wouldn't. I would put John's knowledge of baseball uh, and the Giants up against anyone. But other than baseball, the guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. So, you know, to me, that was stupid. That that uh, here's the difference in the records, in my opinion. The 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 Warriors quit a couple of games this year with load management. Okay, the two games at New Orleans, the one game at Cleveland. I think at Toronto and there was one more. Okay. So they, right. they, they, they mailed in those games. Okay. And the Warriors had a lot of injuries and they didn't have Andrew Wiggins since February. So the Kings didn't have any of those issues. So that's why I think the Warriors actually were a better regular season team than the Kings. If I look at those, th those, yeah. those factors. You're right, Grant. And that's what made me start thinking about some of those factors too, with the load management and only the four game separation. And obviously it doesn't mean anything else now, just other than seating in home court. But, um, yeah, I think Wiggins is the X factor for them, and we'll see how it plays out, how he comes out. We'll know game one. Sounds good, buddy. I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Can't wait. Yep, going to be fun. We'll be at Bennett's, Roseville, Eureka, and Lead Hill Road. Come on out and see us on Saturday and then Sunday, Soul Street, downtown Sacramento. 7 o'clock start, pregame at 6, halftime, postgame show. All right, who wants to be next? Who wants to come on and talk about game one, which is going to tip off in 48 hours and 10 minutes? Who's counting though, right? 48 hours and 10 minutes. Going to be an unbelievable scene in Sacramento coming up on Saturday. Uh, as far as game one goes, you know, if the Kings do lose game one and it's really close, I think they're going to be fine in game two. If the Warriors come in and dominate game one, and by dominate, I mean, you know what I mean, win by double digits, five minutes left in the fourth, the game's not competitive. Then I think the Kings could be in real trouble for game two because I just think that they're going to be going, oh, boy, you know, we, we we worked all year to get this home court. We're the three seed, and now we're already down a game. It doesn't mean they won't win game two, but that's going to be a, a, a tough bounce back uh, 48 hours later. Conversely, you know, if they go out and win game one, their confidence level is going to be through the freaking roof. It is going to be through the roof. You know, I did a show with Ryan and Jerry the other night, uh, last night, actually, and Jerry's picking the Kings to win in seven games, which I thought was interesting. I, I don't see the Kings winning this series in seven games. Jerry also was very leery about the contribution of Andrew Wiggins. I'm not so sure about that. I think Andrew Wiggins is going to give this team a big lift. Now, Jerry made a good point, and I agree with him on this, with the inactivity I think he's more prone to one of those muscle injuries. So I think you should keep your that, – that could be an issue uh, with Andrew Wiggins. All right, who wants to be next? Hit your hand icon, raise your hand, and we'll put you right up here on Listen App. All right? Good call so far from Connor and Ryan in Sackdown. Uh, podcast tomorrow. Again, we'll break down the series with Larry Kruger, and then it's game time on Saturday. And I think it's really cool that the game's at 5.30 on Saturday. You don't have to wait all day. I mean, you can, you know, get up, boom. If you're going to the game, you get there early, get in there early, and be in your seats early, all right? Be in your seats early. Let's get to John.
John, good afternoon. Grant, how are you? John, I'm good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Did you say there's a playoff game in like 48 hours? Who's I know, 48, hour, 48 hours and seven minutes. Oh, my God. And the Kings are playing? Is that real? Is this true? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It, yep. I know. I, I want you to know, John, it's actually happening. <laughs> okay. Might have to drug test you. But, uh, man, this is going to be fantastic. And this is should be a heck of a matchup. I, I personally think it's going to go all seven games. And uh, I don't know who's going to win. And I'm obviously rooting for the Kings. But this, this is just going to be a great matchup. And I think uh, from what I've heard of Mike Brown, he's – really spreading the intel about his former team, which is, you know, I'm sure that Steve Kerr is spreading intel about Mike's, about Mike Brown's tendencies also. So I think it's just going to be a fantastic series and I cannot wait for it. It seems like every it's day gonna, it's a- yeah, going to be fun. <laughs> it is going to be fun. All right, Grant, I'm getting back to work. I just wanted to chime in for a second. You're still will, working at 530? I'm just finishing up, cleaning up, buddy. Oh, okay. All right. Well, at least you don't get stuff in your beard. At least least you don't get debris and stuff in your beard anymore. So that's a positive. It's amazing. My wife misses it so much, Grant. She wants me to grow up so bad. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, you you know, know. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. Good luck on that, my friend. You take care. All right, buddy. Hey, man, I can't wait to see you in a few days. Yeah, look forward to it, John. You're the best. Take care, buddy. Bye-bye. You as well. Just love the fans. So passionate. Love it. Let's get to Jerry in Sacramento. Jerry, how are you, buddy? Hey, Grant. How are you, sir? I'm well, thank you. Hey, just so you know, the one and only Jerry Reynolds, he's on your side. He's picking the Kings to win this series (laughs) in seven games. Grant, you are a beauty, my friend. Hey, Grant, listen, (laughs) you know, the reason why I I called you today, you know what, I wasn't going to call today, but I'm like, you know what, I need to call Mr. Napier. You know what, I'm sorry if I was a little bit high-strung yesterday. I've been getting a lot of beef from the uh, Warrior fans at work. And, you know, Grant, and you said before that uh, that you're not a Kings fan anymore, uh, that you're happy for us. And you know what? And it breaks my heart, Grant, that you're not calling these games, Grant. It just breaks my heart so bad. And you know what? I am a supporter of you, I mean, for many, many, many years. And you know what? You know what? I love what you're doing. And, uh, Thank you. If, if I said anything to you yesterday, Grant, that, no. was, Jerry, that was really Jerry, Jerry, stop for a minute, okay? I loved your phone call yesterday. I loved your phone call yesterday because of your passion. And I love that type of debate when I'm either on the radio or here on Listen App. So you have nothing to apologize for. It was a great phone call. It was good dialogue. And I respect your opinion. I may disagree with you, but I respect what you have to say. So you don't have to apologize. And if your fans are fans, if your coworkers are giving you a hard time, because they're warrior fans, maybe you'll have a chance to shut them up in, in during this two week stretch. You know, you know, Grant, and you know, every time when I call you, Grant, you know what? I am so uh, I'm nervous calling you, and I've been calling you for many, many, many years. But I, I still <laughs> I feel nervous. I I still feel nervous. I can't even get the words out of my mouth sometimes. And oh and my, my god, always, Grant, my wife always tells me, "Babe, think what you're going to say first before <laughs> you say it." And I hey, you, 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 Jerry, you never need to be nervous coming out with me. Come on, man. It's we're, we're buddies. We're just sitting Literally, here talking. Grant, you Grant, don't need to be nervous. Grant, Grant, you have to understand you're a superstar, man. In my eyes, no, you're a superstar. You know <laughs> hey, what? Jerry, you're, 
Jerry, in my eyes, you're just like me. The only difference is people don't know you for the most part, but they know me. There's no difference between you and me, Jerry. You are a passionate sports fan. I'm a passionate sports fan. I'm no superstar, my friend. Okay, don't worry about that. I am using your lines big time. You are a beauty. You know what? And I love your show. And I, you know what? Just keep doing the great work that you're doing, Grant. Thank you. All Thank right, you, Jerry. sir. Thank you See very you, much. All right, bye-bye. I love Jerry. He's great. I love when he calls. You know, as far as, you know, me being a fan, not being a fan, I've been pretty open about this, okay? I'm genuinely beyond thrilled for the fans of this franchise. Like, I'm, it warms my heart. Like, I am so happy for the Connors of the world and Jerry and all you other fans that have suffered. So it really doesn't matter about my allegiance or no allegiance to the Kings. That has nothing to do with it, okay? Because I root for you because I'm genuinely happy that you're getting a chance to experience this, okay? That's why I do these shows. I don't do these shows for any other reason. Okay, I'm doing these shows so that I can continue the bond and the relationship that I've had with you fans for decades. Okay, I'm not making money on the Listen app. All right, I'm doing these shows every day so that I can talk to the Connors and the Ryans and the Jerry's and everyone else that calls. Okay, so it's all good. All right, let's move along and we get to uh, Thomas. Thomas, good to have you on the show. How are you, Grant? How you doing? Good, Thomas. What's up today? Well, you know, guys like Jerry, that's what about, you know, sports talk radio or podcasts. It's about going at it and, and your opinions. It's just like a bunch of buddies hanging out and arguing who's the best player, who's going to win. That's what yep. it's all about. And you need more guys like Jerry because he'll keep your ratings high. <laughs> yeah, Jerry's you know? good, man. I, I, yeah, I, I, I love Jerry's guy. passion. Yeah, I love, he's, he's great. He, uh, he made me laugh today. That's good. I needed to laugh today. So he yeah, actually made yeah. me laugh today. Yeah, you need to laugh more. Um, Absolutely. So I was listening to a podcast, and I just went blank on his name. It was the coach that used to coach for us, but then he went over to the Warriors management. Irish uh, guy. You know who I'm talking about? The coach that used to coach here that's now with the Warriors? Well, used to be with the Warriors. He went over to the Warriors uh, broadcast team, and then I think he was in management for a while. Anyway. He's ball-headed. Um, I'll, th- I'll think of his name. But anyway, he was okay. on a podcast. And he he was working with the Warriors for a long time, I know. But right. um, he uh, really likes... Are you, talking about, are you talking about Gary St. Jean? Yes. Okay. Gary St. Jean, yeah. Yep. And it was really good. And he was really... He, he said on the, on the podcast, he said, you know... He was looking at his wife and he says, do I want to continue with this league pass? And the only reason he signed up for it again was to watch all the Kings games. Because he says, mm-hmm. I really like watching the Kings. They're fun to watch. They're, you know, even when I watch other, right. other games, they're just fun to watch. So anyway, he had said, I hope that, and I remember this because this is, it was the second year uh, my partner and I, we got our, season tickets was uh, I forget what the year was when they were in the playoffs first time yeah, 1996 1996 and we we were clapping 10 minutes before they came out yep you know and then all the way up until tip-off 
And Gary, St. Jean was saying, I hope that maybe people need to do that this time around. I don't know if it'll happen, but that would be a nice thing. Yeah, St. was the coach of that team, and it was uh, an epic time in the history of the Sacramento Kings. And I still to say to this day, that was the most amazing experience I ever had was that game three at Arco Arena for the Kings and the Sonics. Yeah, it was. I mean, literally I had, I think I broke bones in my hands for that whole game because I yep. clapped so much, you know. It was, it was, it was amazing. amazing. But anyway, my take on the uh, on uh, Saturday is um, I think they're gonna split. And I think they're either going to just get outwhipped by them, or I think the, if the Kings can play their A game, like they did a few, they showed spurts of it. Yep. Like they can beat anyone around. But the thing is, is that how consistent can they say? You know, keep that going. But I think the team that can really dial in the three points and, and uh, keep Curry down, we have a shot, but uh, I, I think it might be a surprise. You know, that's just right, my well, opinion. I appreciate so. it. That's why you're playing the games. It's going to be fun. So thanks, Thomas. Good hearing from you. All right. Take care. Take care. All right. Let's move along. And uh, we check in with Patrick. Patrick, how are you today? Patrick. All right. We'll put Patrick back in the audience and we'll get to uh, Waggus. Waggus, good afternoon. How are you? good how you doing i'm good buddy all right so grant i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you something and you've always been you know up front but there's got to be a part of you deep down that's rooting for the kings to win I i'm mean, not rooting for the kings to win i'm not rooting for them to lose i'm watching the games and i don't it's not i'm not rooting for them to lose and i'm not rooting for them to win i'm rooting for the kings fans to experience uh euphoria that's what i'm that's what i'm rooting for all I'm saying is for 30 years, you know, you obviously were 32. a fan of the Kings, right? And yep. you, you can't, it's like, what am I trying to say? You know, those feelings just don't go away. So, I mean. Well, you know what, Waggis, yeah. you know how much yeah. I respect you and how much I love when you call. You have yeah. no idea, okay, what my feelings are, okay? okay. And so when I, when I tell you something, you just have to believe that I'm okay. speaking from the heart and how I feel. I have no rooting interest in this series. I'm watching this series as a fan and yes i have a lot of ties to the sacramento kings but i don't work for the kings anymore but i am doing this show every day and have been doing this show to interact with people like you and i am absolutely thrilled right beyond words that you all are getting a chance to see the kings in the playoffs yeah no i i i get it i, I guess what i was trying to ask was you know obviously all those years you were there and you know right. like, you saw some great memories and now they're back so I, that's all. I mean, look, I'm, I wasn't trying to, you know, you know, put any words in your mouth or anything. I was just, no. I was just, yeah. Well, and let me add something to this. I have a yeah. lot of friends that work for the Kings yep. and I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them. And I really mean this. I've known people that have worked in that franchise for decades, like I did. And I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for them because I know what they've been through. So I'm happy for them. I don't have any ill will towards the fans or the people that are, uh, that I've known over the years that work for, you know, the Kings, I'm genuinely happy for everybody. But in terms of the actual games, I'm not rooting for the Kings. I'm not okay. rooting for them at all. I'm not rooting. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm watching this series as a uh, an observer of sports. I'm not watching this game with any rooting interest. Okay, that's fair enough. I, you know, that's fair enough. It's just, 
it just, um, I guess from a fan point of view, and I think what Jerry was trying to say was, obviously, you know, we watch you for 30 years and watch the Kings, and yep. now they're back in a good moment. It's like a, it is, it is like a family member that's missing, right, at the table, and uh, that's what it is. And that's what, that's the only thing that's not good about this whole thing, right? So, Well, but, I'm not a member of the family anymore. I know, I know, I know. Right. I, I mean, well, I'm, not, I, yeah. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a member of the family anymore. Yeah, but Grant, uh, I guess what I'm. Well, trying I'm, to I'm say, not. Okay, I guess from a fan point of view, what I'm trying to say, and this is for the fans, and and other people will probably chime in. To us, you will always be part of the family. That's well, and I appreciate that. That's all I'm saying, well, and, right? And I and I appreciate that. And and guess what? You know how I feel about the fans. I said yeah. this: the fans will be a part of me until the until I take my last breath. And even if I were to get a job tomorrow, and get and be the announcer for the Lakers or be the announcer for the Warriors, right. okay, I would still always, even if I were fortunate enough to be an announcer for a team that won a championship, that's never going to diminish, yeah, or ever ever take away the bond that I have with the fans. Like I've only been in Sacramento now for a couple of days. And I got to tell you, it just is incredible. Wherever I go, I have people coming up to me saying nice things and complimenting, you know, and I'm like, wow, this community is so freaking unbelievable. Like I can't even begin to tell you how fond I am of this entire area, the fans, what they've gone through, their loyalty, not only to the team, but to me. Yeah. And so like, I'm, I can't even, I, it's hard for me to put into words when I come back here, what it's like for me. It's unbelievable. And so, you know, like I, I'll say this Waggus, like if I had right now a huge boatload of money fall on me right. and I never had to worry about anything for the rest of my life financially, yeah. I really believe I'd still do this show every day so I could just talk yeah. to the fans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, like this, this should prove to you, you know, all the fans you're getting, all the love you're getting is we know what happened was wrong. Right. And so I, yep. I think this kind of, you know, at least validates that. All right. No, that's cool. I mean, I just, you know, I, I just kind of wanted to chime in cause I know you and your Jerry call was pretty good. And I, I just thought maybe deep down, you know, there is something, but you know, I, I'm, I understand why isn't so. You know I what? Really someday, understand. someday. Uh, and it's not going to be today, uh, either in my book or right. after my lawsuit is settled, right. I will be able to expand on this and you might have a better understanding. You know what? That's fair enough. Thank you. Uh, that last you. statement, that's fair enough. Thank you, Grant. I appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate Thank you, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. If you want to get in on the program, all you got to do is hit the hand icon. And, you know, the one thing you all know about me, I'm always honest. I'm always transparent. And, you know, maybe I'll say something that you don't like, but I'm saying it because that's how I feel. I don't bullshit. You know, I don't tell you things that I think you just want to hear, but that's not really how I feel. Like, that's not how I operate. I've never operated like that. I tell you how I feel, even if it's not popular, even if you don't like it. Like, I'm honest. Uh, I don't go on the radio or on the Internet and lie. I tell you how I'm feeling, okay? And I have done that from day one. It's the only way I know how to do my job. I've always done that. And that's why, you know, there are a number of people that, oh, well, Grant, you know, he's rude on the air. And you just, no, you know, it's just who I am. It's like, you know, it's like Jerry and I yesterday. Okay, so if I didn't know Jerry, and I met Jerry at a bar or a restaurant, and we started talking, that's exactly how the conversation would have gone. 
Okay. So I had the same conversation with Jerry yesterday here on Listen app, which would have been no different if Jerry and I were talking in person. That's how I am. I love talking about sports. I love having debates. I love having dialogue, even though I think Jerry missed a couple of points yesterday, but that's my opinion. You know, I respect Jerry for having his opinion and being such a great fan. Okay. But I think that without being disrespectful to Jerry, because I, 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 I have a lot of respect for him. I think he has, I thought in yesterday's call, he had some blinders on because he's so, he, he wants this team to win so badly that I think that maybe he's not looking at it as clearly as I think that he should. But again, he, listen, Jerry might be calling me up in two weeks. See, Grant, I told you, I told you the Kings were going to win. I told you this was going to happen. And that's why, that's what's so fun. That's why we have shows. That's why I have people listening to me because we're all sports fans, right? We love this. All right, let's get to uh, Matt. Matt, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good, Grant. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Hey, you might not feel like you're part of the family, but you're part of my family as far as sports talk goes. So Thank I you. want you to feel like, especially in Sacramento, I gave up listening to that station the second they got rid of you. I gave I gave Carmichael Dave one uh, one listen after he took his high, you know, he took some time off when that happened. I gave him one listen. He, he didn't win my he didn't win my feelings. And so I gave that station up and you're the only one I listen to around here. So you're part of the family as far as sports talk goes. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and I'm only going to say this as uh, the only way I know Carmichael Dave, when he went on the air, went on the air with handcuffs on. Okay? I understand. So, I understand that. Okay. So just understand that. I also DM'd him and talked to him quite a bit on it, but I just felt cool. like, man, if someone, I don't know if I had a buddy, especially my best friend or whatever. I don't know how close you guys are. I'm assuming you guys were super close that yep. I would have I would have gone in for my homie on that deal. So that's just how I would have handled it. In well, my you know, and, but, I, and, and I know and, he's got and, to feed and, his family. You know what? I get it. That's a, I was I, just going to say, you know, he's got I know a wife it. and two kids and, you know, he has to look out for his livelihood. And I understand yeah, but, that. Yeah, but my opinion, no, just and this is just my quick rebuttal to that. In my opinion, he could have, you know, could have, could have, would have, but he could have gone to your back and they could have 86 them too and you guys would have the most powerful podcast in sacramento um, and i'm getting i'm getting we goosebumps would. kind of talking about it to be honest with you but well you know what, what, i've what actually thought i've actually talked to dave about that and i've said hey you know what if you ever want to leave that station you and i will do a show together and we will blow away the market so, oh man you know, please please make he, he, and, he and i have actually talked about that i said okay. hey if things don't go the way you want at that station you and i will do a show and we'll we'll blow away the market. That's awesome, man. You'll you'll have a well. I mean, you already have a fan for life. So my my daughter's saying hi to you too right now in the car. So. <laughs> I love to tell your daughter hello, hello. <laughs> so so uh, to get on, I, I will now to change subject and everything. Um, Jerry, I will say at the beginning of the year, Jerry called the Kings making the playoffs and getting forty. He, he's, I think he said 40 wins. Um, so I will, I will say he's got luck on his side as far as prediction yeah. goes. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. there's, there's I that. Agree with you. Sense, so I love Jerry, man. I love his calls. I love how yeah. passionate he is. And 
I have a lot of respect for him. So yeah, I, think, I also again, I also great. Called, I called you earlier. You know, I don't get the. I'm a farmer. I'm kind of busy in and out. I literally listen to everything you put out, everything rants and all. Oh, thank you. Thank my you. question, my question to you is: There any reason you don't put the um, like when you and Sean do your shows? Um, any reason you don't throw that on the podcast too, or on you know, so we could listen to that too? Um, you know what? I'll, I'll start doing that. I, I appreciate okay. the suggestion. I don't even have an answer for you. I just haven't done it, but I'll start doing that. Okay. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Cause I don't get, I, if I don't catch you live right now, I, I catch you later. Don't worry. So, okay. Well, you can also go to YouTube and you can watch the show anytime you want, you know, it, it, it's just easier as far as driving okay. and stuff, you know, that's what oh, okay. You know what? So. Okay. So here's the deal, Matt. I just, I, I'm going to, I'm, I listen to you, so from now on, I will put that on the podcast platform, so you can listen to it driving or at your leisure. I'll do that. So I appreciate the suggestion. Yeah, awesome. All right. Well, go Kings. I don't know if I'm gonna make it to Venice, but I really want to. So I hope to okay. see you if 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 not, I, I'm gonna try my best. Okay, Matt. You uh, take care. I appreciate your call. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, Bye-bye. Matt. Bye. Yeah. Again, we'll be at Bennett's on Saturday. We'll be at Seoul Street, uh, S E O U L, like Seoul, South Korea, on Monday. And then I'll announce where we'll be on Thursday and Sunday. You know, I will say this as I get ready to wrap up the show. I, I keep on saying this and, you know, maybe I'm being redundant, but you fans are the freaking best. Okay. Like you lift my spirits if I'm having a down day or what have you. You, you all are the most loyal, fabulous people. And I cannot thank you all enough. I mean, you drive me. You inspire me, and I, I really hope that you get a lot of enjoyment from your basketball team the next couple of weeks. I really hope they don't disappoint you. I really hope that you get rewarded, and that's the word I'll use. I hope you get rewarded for all of the years that you supported this lousy franchise. This week and the next two weeks is for you. And I hope the team rewards you because I've said this, there is not a fan base in America more deserving of this than you enjoy it. And I hope the team does not let you down. And even if the team loses, but they're competitive and the games go down to the wire, I think you're going to be okay. We got a huge building block for the future. I'm really pulling that way for you. I really am. Have a great rest of your Thursday. I can't thank you all enough. You're freaking awesome. So long, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.